Welcome to a new ethereal episode of Faded Breaks, where I talk about quality cannabis products while going into top tier anime, manga, video games, and other delicious nerd media that you should check out or have discussion about. I'm your host, Madam Ether, also known as Elena the Muse. I am Chief Executive Muse, Creative Strategist, and most importantly, illustrator of Faded Lane, my art and strategy studio, forging cool-ass immersive creative that sells for cannabis brands and potentially whoever else he needs the help. Today, I am going into the topics of, well, talking about the cannabis product, Wana Brands, specifically their Yuzu edible chews, which are two to one. Um, it's CBD, so two to one CBD to THC. And then I will be diving into the Evangelion Rebuild film series, specifically the fourth and final film that came out this year after numerous delays. Going into my experience watching that and kind of just getting into the overall Neon Genesis Evangelion series. So kick back, have a smoke, let your edible kick in safely or whatever you enjoy partaking in and enjoy this episode. Faded Lane is the elite solo powered illustration studio helping cannabis brands forge timeless creative solutions that sell, particularly with illustration. As the host of Faded Breaks, naturally, I'm going to push my own shit. <laughs> and it may be a benefit to you, but a benefit to someone that you know and value. So my business, I specialize in illustration services and somewhat as a subsidiary or supplement supporting aspect to that also creative direction as a creative producer creative direction production and consulting specifically with developing creative campaigns whether it's narrowing down your brand story baking in elements of brand lore which is my visualized concept for developing out your brain into a world and you know visualize that let's play with some escapism whether that is getting packaging package art on your packages or other forms of products as well as merchandise or apparel designs illustration designs potentially a mural using the basics of either my more fantastical style or a more toned down style where I use visual noting or sketch noting, which is visualizing information, which is essential for content, especially if you create an ongoing series that your audience looks forward to. And you can turn that into merchandise or digital products or NFTs all things that we can work on, not just from my experience as an artist, but as a business professional who 
wants to see you thrive as I thrive because this is a win-win situation. So if that has gotten you going, head on to the show notes, go to FadeLane.com, follow me on Instagram, FadeLane, or Twitter at Muse. And I look forward to seeing you there. Be sure to, if you're curious, want to get more involved before you reach out or just get a taste for what I produce, check out the Forged by Faded podcast, updates daily-ish. And there's also the Art Biz and Chill newsletter that goes out every first, third, and fifth Friday. I'll see you there. All right, all right. Welcome to episode three. This is the Hawaii edition because I am abroad. And if you are on top of the episodes when they drop, it's coming out a little bit later. Typically, they come out at 11.08 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. But uh, yeah, it's coming out on Hawaii time, even though it's not (laughs) whatever this time zone is called. But anyway, getting right into the user. That matters because I enjoyed the effects while I was on my flight here. And I am originally from Baltimore. I live in Baltimore, Maryland. And the flight total is between 10 and 13 hours, give or take layovers. Um, I had a flight. It was disrupted by the powers that don't be, but... I took one of the yuzu gummies before I got on my flight. So that was from what Baltimore to Chicago. The layover was maybe just over an hour. And then from Chicago to Hawaii, I don't know, was that six? Six is maybe more, at least six hours. But in any case didn't it wasn't on my itinerary to have the edible I originally wanted a transdermal patch and I will definitely be talking about that one another episode but the Wana brands they're I believe they're the number one edible in the country as for cannabis brands and whatnot and they're in a lot of different states And honestly, I've been priced out (laughs) with getting them because I believe the base price in Maryland is it varies from fifty five to sixty five dollars for it's still a standard 10 pack. These specifically have, as I said in the beginning, there are two to one with CBD and THC. My preference is always going to be at least a one to one give or take if I'm smoking, but especially when it comes to edibles or even dabbing and whatnot, I do prefer to have a balance, maybe more on the CBD side than the THC side, because it's just, it's just a better experience. And because I have back spasms now or muscle spasms in my back and just overall muscle tightness, THC doesn't help me with pain at all. So the CBD CBD does help me with lowering my anxiety and helping loosen up the tension, but the THC just makes it better. But um, 
like I said, ended up picking up the Wana brands because there's a dispensary in Baltimore called Blair Wellness and they be having some great deals and they had it on sale for $20, which is literally 50%. Like when I called to see if it was still in stock, dude was saying it was 30% off and I'm like, nah, bruh, it's 50% off. They, they just, I don't know why or how, but bless Korean weed Jesus. <laughs> but in any case, um, so getting into this product, like I said, it's a two to one. I think it's great. It lasts for, I say edibles give me like a good three hours. It depends on a, a good three hours of how long it lasts. I'm sure it, it depends on from person to person. And I think they started kicking in. It was definitely less than an hour, at least 30 minutes. But these were strong, especially because I've been on a THC break for at least three weeks, almost a month. And the two to one aspect. So typically edibles, even if they're only THC, so typically with edibles that are just THC, they're at least 10 milligrams, which per dose, which can be a lot for somebody who doesn't have experience consuming is better to start at 2.5 milligrams, five milligrams. If you have the downtime to mitigate the effects and really to explore it, but yeah, that sent me for a ride because I ate a whole one. I should have started with half, but typically like with the Verano chocolates I was talking about in, a, in episode one, and I think I got more into, no, that I didn't get into it, episode two, but in episode one, when I was talking about those, those were five milligrams CBD, five milligrams THC. These were 20 milligrams CBD, 10 milligrams THC. So yeah, that's a lot, especially for somebody coming off of a break. And again, somebody with not as much experience. So if you pick them up and you're not an edibles Lord, even if you are an experienced consumer, if you have no experience with edibles, definitely just eat half of one. As far as the flavor, perfect. If you don't know what yuzu is, I am kind of turned off slightly. I'm not going to go down the whole problematic route about the name of the product, which they label exotic yuzu and that it's a rare Asian fruit and not sure about the validity of that. Um, I am a fan of yuzu. I do very much enjoy citrus and I don't know, I don't know like which Asian country maybe it originated from or it's mainland from my experience someone with Japanese background yuzu is Japanese the last time I guess I partook in it was I bought myself like I went to this Korean owned liquor store got this yuzu liqueur that was Japanese and that was great I love that I have to buy that again but that was my gift to myself for my 32nd birthday this year but the flavor, very much on point, no weedy aftertaste, which can be the case with some edibles. And yeah, the 
effects were great as far as the what else goes on in the product I actually decided to read it <laughs> before I started talking about it but they advertise that it has 30 plus different terpenes I don't believe like I checked the website checked the ingredients I don't believe it listed what the terpenes are I'm sure it's of course citrus related terpenes like limonene which is good for energy boosts or just clear heads it's, I believe it's known for what the quote-unquote sativa effects are traditionally known for but overall it's a great buy especially getting it 50% off and just that I can get I guess a bang for my buck by just eating half and that as opposed to just eating a whole one I can eat half and just go through the rest of my day as far as the effects when I took the first one I actually like it started kicking in when I was on, in the airport. So I like went wild and started like planning TikToks and playing different kinds of content and recorded a TikTok and whatnot. And then I fell asleep on the plane, on the plane. And like I said, I have back spasms or I have like muscle spasms in my back, which kind of is psychosomatic. So it's kind of tied to my emotional and mental state. And because I guess I've been so tense for so long I don't notice until I consume the edibles and preparing for the trip was really stressful so when I was on the plane and I'd fallen asleep it's like everything in my back loosened up and I kind of felt like I was gonna pass out it was a good pass out <laughs> as far as should have had more hydration because it's like if you've had a massage you should drink lots of water afterwards because the lactic acid breakdown of when the muscles and whatnot are getting loosened up it's good to just cleanse that out so I think that was a part of that but everything I didn't know was tight became untight and that was wild so I can highly recommend whether or not it's on sale of course get it on sale if you can but I highly recommend Wana Brands Exotic Yuzu definitely start with half maybe even try and cut them into three parts into four parts take your time with it and you know if you're in the Maryland area the Baltimore metropolitan area definitely give Blair Wellness a visit it was in and out of fair and yeah who else is gonna have fit that 50% off so if you find a deal take advantage of that shit otherwise yeah Kanban is officially here to jam, baby, with the Indokanban.com. Don't forget the www in front of it, which is my cannabis art brand personifying the most talented of cannabis molecules as music entertainers, be it cannabinoids like Queen CBD to the zesty limonene of Turpy, the sub group of the band known for k-pop and r&b aesthetics you can represent your favorite molecule or molecules or the entire band with digital products like printable wall art wall calendars 18 months starting from july 2022 and merchandise such as masks gonna need them bitches aprons coasters 
backpacks and other miscellaneous things that will expand over the months to come if you would like to see the development of the visual note style be sure to look up faded lane my company that is the oversight and you can see development via your faded hour on my faded lane accounts see videos via pinterest the Indocanban pinterest account or follow me on tiktok at the laneiverse details links everything are in the show notes and come enjoy the bay all right my divine weebs of weed welcome to the anime portion of the episode or the anime portion of the episode where i'll be talking about evangelion rebuild 3.0 plus 1.0 thrice upon a time had to pull it up because whatever but my overall review of the film it was two and a half hours long and I ended up splitting it because traveling looking around while I'm on vacation with my parents but well they live here but them showing me around but yeah it kind of had a slow start and I honestly haven't completely been feeling the rebuild film series I am a huge fan of Neon Genesis Evangelion. I didn't get into it until I think last year in 2020. Yeah, in 2020, maybe the tail end of 2019. No, no, I got into Evangelion 2020. So I watched the TV series. I watched the two of the three films that were made after the tv series and i loved how ridiculous like it's it's ridiculous it's a good ridiculous but i do believe that the evangelion lore is a lot and given the gap in time from watching the three rebuild films and then seeing the fourth film i didn't really feel like doing a refresher i did just want to take it in with fresh eyes As if, yeah, somebody who may not have seen the previous films was just curious. And because I just like hopping in dry sometimes, (laughs) just going in with with what I know and seeing how I respond to information and everything. So overall film, I just, of course, glanced at Rotten Tomatoes and some of the views. It has gotten close just under nine out of ten so I'll give it that first half of the film it was a slow build-up but it did I think it was worth the build-up it was worth the build-up as far as reconnecting with the characters and actually seeing how the characters have changed from their previous iterations and how they're actually growing up and then the second half of the film really started getting to me emotionally where you do get to know where I think it's loosely touched upon in the previous series that you actually do get to hear from Gendo uh, Shinji's dad about his perspective and how he actually feels and like the parallels between Shinji and his father Gendo and really get to see the characters 
move on and define themselves. I will say that there, the male gaze was heavy because there were just ass shots <laughs> that were unnecessary. And yeah, I feel that there were shots that is kind of, it leaves you in a somewhat ambiguous realm where it's, you feel these girls are being sexualized, but at the same time, it's just, they're also just comfortable, especially Asuka in their nudity. But, you know, the flip side, the balancing is there's no real moments of male nudity and ass shots of the male characters. So take with, take with that what you will. Um, I don't watch Ava for the Mecca. I don't watch Ava for the fights. I really don't watch anime for the fights unless they're, yeah, unless they're really emotionally driven or I'm really that impressed by the animation it that's secondary tertiary for me when I'm watching so it's, it's up to somebody else to determine how they felt about those fights and everything um they did use a lot of 3d animation that's just the direction that you know anime is going in because it saves time and allows just for more options so I'm not gonna knock it I think I've become accustomed to seeing it. I'm sure it was it was somewhat jarring in other ways. But like I said, at this point in the game, I'm familiar with seeing it. So it didn't bother me that much. And again, because I don't really care for fights and stuff like that, it didn't really matter to me. Overall, though, I would say I will say the main thing, like I said, is that I don't feel that Ava is convoluted. But it is, it can feel like there's an overload of information and there's just a lot of exposition about lore or there's just things mentioned in the lore that don't really have explanations. You don't really get to see how they're, you don't get to see as far as, you know, the show don't tell rule in writing and storytelling. It's just... It's a lot. It just feels like a huge info dump. And you can tell the amount of research that went into the storytelling and those elements. But, oh my God, it's just... Sometimes I, I'm i still getting back into the habit of watching anime without subtitles or at least Japanese subtitles. Which this film did have that option where there were Japanese subtitles, but again, being aware of how much information gets thrown at you and how quickly it's thrown, I was just like, fuck it, <laughs> turned on the English subtitles to keep up. And oh my God, it's just a lot. And then some of the newer characters, specifically not to, this is completely spoiler free, mostly. Um, some of the characters that had issues with Shinji, it's just like, Girl, I don't care about you. <laughs> I don't care that you mad at him. Like, I understand. But who even are you? They've had maybe a total of, what, 20, 30 minutes because they got introduced in the third film. And I'm supposed to give a shit about your problems and your feelings. Nah, you're excused. So some of those aspects are really weak as far as, again, like the newer characters that were introduced in the last films and how they kind of were prominent in the second film or I mean the fourth film but 
really could have done without unless they were built up stronger. But other than that, I guess that's really all I have to say. I did enjoy the film. I do feel there are aspects about it that I do want to study. Like after I watched it, hopped onto an Evangelion wiki fandom site and just really started reviewing relearning information from the previous films and the previous series and about the adjustments with the characters and what's implied and what's explained or what this specific thing like the I think the key of Nebuchadnezzar and how it impacts this and that and yeah it's all very interesting but it's such an info dump but at the same time I'd like to say that Hideaki Anno, the director, the original creator of Evangelion, you know, I, I'm starting to define who's a part of like the anime pantheon, who are kind of like gods who have greatly influenced the, just the entire industry and the culture. And there is a documentary miniseries like it's two I think both of them it's only two episodes but they're each they might each be 50 minutes I haven't watched that yet but I believe they will go into the production of the series but he's a very brilliant guy and my greatest I guess my greatest source which is not really a primary source my greatest source for understanding Hideaki Anno is there's this drama from five plus years ago that came out called Aoi Hono or Blue Flame, which is about this guy who went to the same art college as Hideaki Anno. And you get to see just how ahead of the game and just how expansive his imagination and thinking is. So it's very entertaining and funny and just directed extremely well. The director also directed uh, Hentai Common, if you're familiar with that series in that film, which highly recommend. Uh, I may talk about that in a later episode. But yeah, I, I always recommend Evangelion. But be patient with yourself because it is a lot of information. And don't be hard on my boy Shinji because... Your bitch ass wasn't nothing when you was 14, 15 years old. So get over that nonsense. Deep within the muse is an unending laneiverse. It begins and ends with the madam. You can discover that side of me, the commercial artist, or really just the artist. Who just wants to make shit and not think about the money things and taxes and business expenses but alas that is existence but i will not surrender in light of that you can follow my development on personal projects such as orange 91 which is my personal biannual anthology that features my character short stories and also contains illustrations of them so it's very magical realism kind of deal and just being very experimental with my style with the kinds of tools that I use to make art and just making a great storytelling experience as I built the foundation to 
having my shit animated. It's ultimately the goal. There are aspects of the Endokan band that show up in the Laneverse and on my platforms, namely on TikTok. But if you're curious about how my sweet dance moves break creative blocks and manifest the magic of all things needed in my universe, in my place of this etheric realm, hop on over to there at Laneface on TikTok. Also Instagram, where I mainly just port shit. Um, you can also connect with me on Facebook. If you can find that link somewhere, <laughs> find me. Um, not really that committed to Facebook. But YouTube will be rolling out and rolling out monthly videos. So just focusing on my creative business, my creative project development, and just my growth as a creator through and through without all the bells and whistles and noise and annoyance of society just as a being so hop on over to the links and again the show notes the laneiverse will have a website by the end of summer 2022 but while you wait, you can check out some of my previous artwork and wares at laneware.com, which we'll also be developing over the course of 2022. I will meet you there. The art is personal, but you're welcome. So thank you for tuning into episode three of Faded Breaks. Definitely partake in the Neon Genesis Evangelion series and the Evangelion Rebuild films. Can't really recommend which side to start with. If you're a complete noob or you're just limited on time, I'd say go ahead and watch all four for the films. They are on Amazon video and Neon Genesis Evangelion is 24 to 26 episodes and there's three films, two of which are recaps. But End of Evangelion is the main one to watch if you finish the series and then watch it. But I believe all of those, they may still be on Netflix. Definitely watch all of those. And again, try out the exotic yuzu of Wana Brands and try out any of their other gummies and products because again, they're the number one edibles in the country. I guess income wise, <laughs> but other than that, I will catch you on the next episode where, shit, that's, that's just going to be a surprise. But other than that, if you are on Clubhouse, look up Faded Breaks, join the group. I will be starting weekly discussions on, in December on a Monday. And at this point in time, I'm not going to look at the calendar. So the first Monday in December, look out for the clubhouse. Join, have a conversation, bring a friend. We're going to talk about cannabis and mostly anime or other nerd media. And for other updates and just keeping up with all things Faded or me, Elaine the Muse, Madam Ether. You can find me on TikTok at madam.ether. Madam.ether is also my tag on Instagram for my art updates. 
I am Alain the Muse on Twitter and also Instagram on a different account. And you can just look me up by my government, Elena M. Dorsey on LinkedIn. Maybe my websites, my websites will be finished by the time you get on that. Get on by the time you listen to this. But don't really worry about those. Follow me on the socials. And again, I am, I'm a land of the muse on Clubhouse. And again, the group is Faded Breaks. I would love for you to come through and have a good time. And if you got anything negative to say, go in the mirror and say it to that loser you see looking in front of you. <laughs> I don't feel like dealing with heathens and peasants. No one does. So we're here to have a good time. We're jamming in the ether and I will catch you on the new, the next episode. Please be sure to share this. Feel free to make TikToks, tell your friends, invite any and everybody, and I will see you next week.